All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Day to the Full Time Show. Today we have a lot to talk about, so I'm not gonna babble. We're just gonna get straight into it. We're gonna dive into it. And first, we're starting off with today's match, or depending on when you guys see it, which is probably tomorrow, Real Madrid versus Sevilla. So, uh, what are you guys' just initial thoughts and reactions about the game? Fine, uh, do you wanna start as well? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think first half we, we weren't poor, just didn't have the final final ball through. Sevilla was dominating possession, so couldn't really do much. And second half we got into the rhythm a bit. The goal, honestly, we probably should have stopped that goal. It was a good play, but we should have done better there. Um, yeah, and a bunch of controversial decisions. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, it was a it was a really entertaining game to watch. First half, first half, um, you know what? We played way better than the Chelsea game. Everyone's everyone's uh, touch was was on point. Um, like you know, it wasn't the greatest half, but we we did good technical technical wise. But tactically, we we didn't do as great. So I was really disappointed well uh, with the first half. And with Zidane's tactics in the first half, and um, you know, second half we picked we picked it up. The energy was there, the, the motivation was there. Um, but my only question is that, uh, where was that in the first half? Where was that drive? Where was that energy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually want to make a point about that. Like, I find that our team, they they wait too long to start a comeback do you know what i mean um today i wouldn't really say they did but um it's just yeah like why didn't they they do that in the in the second half you know or in the first half sorry you know they knew that they had the whole title on the line right they knew it you know they're not stupid but they didn't show it you know it's like almost as if they needed like zidane to tell them you know and it's just just kind of stupid um, but yeah, I think both of you guys made good points. Um, I thought that the, the, the goal, the first goal could have been defended much, much better. Um, you know, I think Vinicius probably should have done a better job trying to close that cross in. Um, but at the same yeah. time, I do understand, you know, he didn't want to overcommit. Um, but it also should have been, you know, defended better. It should have been cleared um, you know, Fernando shouldn't have had that much time to, you know, pull off a move and shoot and all that. Um, but we were also unlucky in the game, I thought. You know, um, a lot of decisions didn't go our way. Um, personally, I didn't think that the free kick that was awarded, um, that started that goal, Sevilla's first goal, I don't think that, sh- that was a foul, actually. Um, it didn't look like Casemiro even touched him. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to sit here, blame the referee. Um, obviously, we did score that first goal. It was a brilliant goal as well. Um, too bad it was offside. But uh, I thought we played decently, but it wasn't great either. So, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to add? Not really, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's hard to like say anything because it's just it's it's disappointing, you know. We yeah, had the chance. We had the chance to go first in the league, and they just 
they failed to do so. You know, that's really disappointing. Um, like we we could we could blame the rest all we want, which which you know it's it's uh, controversial um, those calls that the rest made, but at the at the end of the day, like first half was poor from the team, and uh, we should we should have really uh, came into this game with that drive and energy that we had in the second half because you know. We're in a title race, and we had to win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of title race, uh, since we don't have too much to say about our thoughts about the game, my next question to you guys, with three games left in the title race, uh, in the title, sorry, uh, in the league, pardon me, uh, with three games left in the league, do you think that Real Madrid, realistically speaking, do they still have a chance of lifting that La Liga trophy at the end of the season? Um, to be honest, I think it's... It, it is up to Madrid, of course, but it's also up to Atletico Madrid because um, uh, they're playing Real Sociedad next, who's, who's also uh, fighting for that Europa League spot, so um, mm-hmm. it should be a tough game, but it's, it's going to be hard for Madrid now because, um, you know... Uh, we need that plus Madrid to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we know that you know we know that Real Sociedad is capable of beating those teams. They're not having the best season, um, but we know you know from past experiences ourselves that um, Real Sociedad is very capable of that. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Sam? Um, well, I mean, honestly, you can't really predict anything this year in the league. It's just. Very weird league, so you know Madrid could win it, but like Dallas said, it's up to Atletico Madrid and Barca. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can't really predict anything. I, I think Madrid still has a chance if we just win all all three of our games. Mm-hmm. For me, to be honest, I feel like maybe I'm being a bit of a buzzkill, but I don't think Real Madrid at this point has any chance of really winning the title. Um, I'm looking here at the last three games for each of the teams. So Atletico Madrid has Sociedad, Osasuna, and Valladolid. Barca has Levante, Celta Vigo, and Ibar. And Madrid has Granada, Athletic Club, and uh, Villarreal. So obviously Real Madrid has the toughest schedule of the three. Um, so I don't, I don't think that, that Real Madrid can win it. And especially with the form that they've been in recently... Um, like they've just been in horrendous form recently. I mean, I'm looking at their last five matches, and they've only won one of those last five matches, and it came against Osasuna. You know, um, that's really, really disappointing. Obviously, they're having a hard time just scoring, um, and yeah, I, I don't think they can win it at this point. Um, I'm looking at the table as well. You know. Real Madrid still are pretty close on points, to be fair. There's only a two-point difference. But, again, with so many points left, uh, with so many games left in the season, I doubt it can happen. Yeah. yeah I also also feel like Atletico Madrid is going to be more stronger. I know that, I know it's um, a bit weird to say, but after that Barcelona draw and the, and the form that they've been on, I feel like they're gonna go more stronger and just you know just go for a title, and I I pretty sure um, they're probably gonna win the title. Win. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. Barca and Atletico, uh, they're both in much better form than we are. Um, I think. Yeah, just the problem is, like, the injuries are just killing Madrid, you know? Um, like, we've just had so many injuries this season, you know? It's like, you can't even predict who's going to be injured anymore. Who's, or who, I should say, who's going to be fit. <laughs> um, I think only one player or two players in the squad haven't gotten an injury this season. And I believe it's Vinicius and uh, Diego Altuve. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys have anything else to add? Uh, yeah, you know, record of money injuries. It's it's gonna be tough, but I th- I think we we might be able to do it. We might be able to clinch it. Hopefully, we do. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I should I should say hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I just All right. I just want to also add something about the refereeing. I know um, it shouldn't be an excuse because of our performances recently but at the same time like uh the referees have been so inconsistent throughout the La Liga season yeah it's true um yeah it's it's really incon it's it's really annoying how like the calls are just so inconsistent you know for example like I saw a picture today where um where uh sorry oh my goodness I can't speak there was a, a picture remember when Real Madrid played Atletico Madrid and you know there was a handball, but the referee didn't call it. But then mm-hmm. when Eder Militao was in a situ- similar situation, it was also a hand. It was a handball, counted as a handball. And let's also not forget that Eder Militao had his back to the ball. So yeah, he wasn't. Like he, that's, yeah, that's he, he wasn't even looking things, at yeah. the ball. He couldn't even see the ball. So mm-hmm. it's it was stupid. It's so inconsistent. You know, if you're not, like, I if get you're that. Not going to, Okay, yeah, sorry, okay. Um, I get that. Like, it, it's a penalty. It hit his hand. His arms extended. But if you're gonna call it, you have to be consistent. Because if he if he calls this and he's consistent, he calls the one against Atletico, against Betis, and you know the three point two points in each of those games we could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I forget, did we draw or did we win against Atletico Madrid last time? We drew. Exactly. So think about it. If if that was a handball, right, we would have gotten a penalty. We most likely would have scored it, right? That would have been two extra points that we would have gotten. And how much, look at the table. We're down by Atletico by two points. And we would have been ahead of Atletico um, because of, um, no, not goal difference, because of head to head. Does it go head-to-head first or goal differential? Yes, it's head-to-head and then goal differential. Okay. So, we would have we technically been first if it was for that, if they called that. Yeah. Um, last thing, uh, man of the match. So, technically speaking, um, I believe Rakitic won the Budweiser king of the match, but uh, I, want, mm-hmm. I still want to hear your opinions. Who do you guys think was man of the match? Not for Madrid, uh, just for in the whole game. I feel like um, unbiased opinion, of course, but I think it was Tony Cross. This guy was absolutely buzzing today, and he was he today proved that he's still one of the best midfielders um, in the world right now. Uh, he made a really nice play to Asensio for his goal, and um, that deflection goal of Hazard was good. But other than that, like. 
always passing his um, defensive uh, his defensive work rate. Everything was so sharp today from him, and uh, I really liked how we played today. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's gonna seem like I copied Dollar, but yeah, I'm gonna agree. Tony Cruz was absolutely incredible today. You know, like you said, that he was controlling the game. First half, not so much, but second half, he was controlling it. Everything that was coming from Madrid was coming from Tony Cruz. Uh, he made one really good play with Modric from a corner where he passed it to Vini. But Vini took a really bad touch and took it out wide. He should have scored that one, to be honest. But yeah, Tony Cruz was incredible today. Uh, I agree with both of you. And since I agree, I'm also going to say Tony Cruz. Um, I mean, firstly, he had two assists, which, you know, that's always great. Um, the second assist may have been a bit of accidental, but, you know, who cares? Um yeah, he was great, you know, as you guys said. Uh, he did a great job distributing the ball. Um, you know, he was really efficient. Uh, his wide range of passing, you know, like usual, was just excellent today. Stretching the defense, making them move, you know, and I think that was a big part of, you know, how we managed to come back. Um, but yeah, for me, Tony Cruz was, uh, was definitely our man of the match. But I also thought that uh, Kareem Benzema was quite good. Um, I know that, you know, he did score, but, or uh, technically he didn't, but um, I thought that his ball movement was great. He was really good off the ball, uh, making loads of runs, you know, uh, creating chances. Uh, you know, he had some great link-up play uh, with Vinicius and Marcelo, you know. Um, so I thought that Benzema was also quite good, but for me, yeah, Cruz was better. So, yeah. I also want to point out how... Um about Vinicius' performance. He was, he, he was, I really liked how we played today. I know um, a lot of the critics are going to be like, oh, you know, he had a lot of missed opportunities, which, which you know, to be fair, yeah, he should have scored them, or at least put them on, some of them on target. But some of his dribbling and his, some of his pass, even some of his passing were really good today. And um, yeah, I just wanted to... Yeah, um, yeah, like, like thought, Dallas. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, I thought Vinny played well. Yeah, I think he did. Um, you know, as usual, his, his finishing was quite poor. His decision making could have been better, but um, I do think that he did play well overall. You know, um, he tried things, he created chances. Um, you know, sometimes not everything works, but uh, yeah, he was decent. Yeah, like, I, he could have honestly scored, like, two or three goals today. He had a lot of chances, but you also have to realize, like, if he's getting in those positions, at one point in time, he's going to be end up scoring all of those. And when he does, he's just going to be an incredibly dangerous player. He's still only 20, so he's still got a lot of time. So anyone that hates on Vinicius just needs to realize that those chances are going to eventually go in. Yeah, you make a good point, you know. Um, I always see a lot of... You know, Vinicius slander, you know, about, oh, it's finishing. He can't finish, you know, Vinicius, whatever, all this. You know, mm-hmm. people need to realize that he's still very young. And he's a very, very talented player. Like, I mean, he already has over 100 appearances for Real Madrid. And he's only, how old is he? 20, I think. Uh, about 20, to be 21 man. or something. Yeah. Um, he's very good. I think he just needs to work on his finishing. Um, like you can't name me another player that's 20 years of age that's doing what Vini does 
uh, I don't know about that. No, but I, I mean, like, I mean, like, no, no, no. I don't mean like, I don't mean like his performance is great, but I'm saying like, he's getting in the positions, he's doing everything right. He's just not getting the finishing, but eventually the finishing will come. And when he does, he'll be one of the most dangerous players in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, I really do think that he has bound or potential, but you know, only time will tell. Am I right? So we'll see. You know. Um, so I want to talk to you guys about another very, very, very controversial topic, and it's that Eden Hazard situation. I think you guys both know what I'm talking about. Um, for anyone wondering what I'm talking about, basically, after the game against Chelsea. Uh, Eden Hazard was uh, found, you know, smiling and laughing um, with his former Chelsea teammates. Um, obviously, a lot of fans took a lot of offense to it due to, you know, he didn't have a great performance. And also, Real Madrid got knocked out of the UCL. So, you know, I just want to hear your whole thoughts about it. You know, do you guys think that the reactions were justified or do you think that they were like overreactions? Um, no, I, I definitely think um, fans reacted, even though it might have been an overreaction. I understand the Hazard's, um, Hazard's apology on social media, after, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you can't you can't just do that, you know. Like if 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 I joined like um, say I played for um, you know Chelsea and I played for Madrid, and um, you know my old mates and uh. I, if I lose the game, I'm I'm heading straight down the tunnel. I'm I'm not shaking anyone's hand. Maybe after the game, maybe after I've cooled down, you know, because I would be fuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree for sure. Um, so guys, I just want to say something real quick. I know this is off topic, but um, I just saw that Odrizola. Uh, apparently has felt muscle pain in the back of his right thigh. He will undergo medical tests on Monday to see whether there is an injury. So how <laughs> funny is that? I literally pointed out that we cannot predict the injuries. And then now, literally in this podcast, there is an injury. That's you don't crazy. have a right back. That's yeah, crazy. Have right back. We have no right back. We have no right back. That's crazy. Um, like... That's insane! Wow, um, that's really sad. I don't even know what to say. To be yeah, honest, yeah. Back to back to the hazard situation. It's just you know, like you can understand what he's doing. Like he's meeting old friends and etc. He's had a yeah. Obviously, he's like a Chelsea legend. I'd say so. He's trying to have fun, but as a Madrid player, you can't really do that. I, I think the fans did overreact a little bit, but. Some of it is justified because he obviously he's been playing absolutely terrible, so he just needs to do better, you know. Like Dallas said, if I play against my former team and I lose and get knocked out of a competition, I'd be fuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I think that the fans did overreact a little bit, but at the same time, it is also justified, you know. Like, dude, you can't be doing that, you really can't, you know. and. I also feel like personally a little bit, I don't know if this is the right word, but I feel a little bit like offended. I feel like I've been insulted, you know? You know, Eden Hazard was bought for 135 million euros, a club record signing, you know? And not only did he play terribly, I I mean, he didn't play terribly, but he wasn't great, 
you know, not only did he not play great, <laughs> but he he also, you know, went and laughed, even though he knew that there were hundreds and hundreds of cameras in that stadium. You know, I wouldn't have mind maybe if he just simply, you know, went in the in after the game, you know, in the locker rooms or or whatever, and you know, just had a chat or whatever. Like, I seriously wouldn't have a problem about that. But it's just so unprofessional of him. And I do like that he did apologize. I think that that was very important. And I'm glad that he did apologize. It did make me feel a little bit better about, you know, the whole situation. But uh, regardless, it was very immature. Um, I think that it was justified, but it wasn't the whole reaction. Um, Also, one of the reactions that the fans were saying was... um, like Hazard out. So do you guys think Hazard should leave this summer? Do you think Real Madrid should sell him? Um I I I don't I I, uh, I can't speak right now but my opinion is that we should give him one more season but if if a good offer comes let's say like fifty million then yeah I guess sell him but to be honest, I would give him one more season. I don't know. I'm mixed feelings about it. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, I like that. I said maybe give him one more season, but if a good good offer comes, maybe not 50 million. I think that's too too low, even for Hazard. Even if he's not playing, he's got injured. 50 million for that level of players, way too low. So like, yeah, maybe like 70 million if somebody's willing to pay that. I would accept, but yeah, give like give a season, and hopefully you can recover as well. You really think fifty million is too much? I mean, think about it. In Hazard, he's thirty years old. First of all, he's injury prone. He has like three goals this season. Is that fifty million euros? Like, I know that Eden Hazard is very talented, but is it worth fifty million? Like, who would take a bet on that? Like, who would take a bet on that? I would never. As a club, I would never take a bet on that. That's what I'm saying. If someone is willing to do that, I'd sell him. But I really doubt nobody's willing to do that. But you got to realize it's Eden Hazard. Just because he's had a few injuries or whatnot doesn't mean he can come back or he can move to a different club, start over, do better. Because, you know, it's still Eden Hazard. He's still going to be a superstar. I disagree. I mean, like, I if I was a club owner... And I had 50 million. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not saying if I was a club owner, I wouldn't I would buy Eden Hazard. No way I would buy Eden Hazard, but I'm saying if somebody would. Okay, yeah. Anyways, it's not important. Yeah, I think the, the dollar said was a good point. Yeah, yeah um, I think we like for me, I just want to see it's it's hard to judge a player when he can't even get consistent minutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the same thing, like that's why I, I try not to be too harsh with the Jovic either. Because I, I find it hard to critique him when he barely plays, you know? He barely played for us, you know? That's why I have a hard time. And it's the same with, thing with Hazard, you know? How do I know if we should sell Hazard or not? If, you know, he if he keeps, you know, getting injured and stuff. I mean, I just want to see him fully fit. That's it, you know? Give me, give him two months, just injury-free, you know? Um, but yeah, anyways... So let's move on to our next topic. So did any of you watch the FC Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid game? I know. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> yeah, I watched, watched, I watched the whole 
second half, and I just watched a bit of the highlights for the first half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, same. I, I, it started at 8.15 a.m., so, you know, it's very hard to wake up during Ramadan. But yeah, I only watched the second half, didn't really watch the first half, only watched the highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I did watch the game. Um, simply my thoughts about it. Um, I thought that it was an interesting match, to be honest. I mean, I'm surprised that it finished 0-0. Um, both teams had, like, so many chances, especially Barca. I don't know how Barca didn't score. Um, Messi had a really good chance. Uh, Dembele had a really good chance. Um, I forget. A, a few other players, I think, had some good chances. But Ter Stegen was a rock. Um, but so was Jan Oblak. Uh, Jan Oblak was, I think, actually even better. Yeah. Um, Wait, I meant to, I meant to say it the other way around. I meant to say that Yano Black was a rock, but Mark Andre Ter Stegen was also incredible. Um, yeah, I don't know how the game ended zero zero, but um, I could tell that both teams, like you could just see on the expressions of the players' faces, like both sides were just so upset because they were like, you know, like we may have just gifted the title to Real Madrid. You know, obviously Real Madrid failed to capitalize on the chance but at the time obviously um but yeah so uh Dallas since you watched the game you know what what were your thoughts on the game uh, I think it was a really entertaining game like you said uh I don't know how there was how the score ended up 0-0 because you know there was a lot of chances but the goalkeepers did really well I just want to comment on just you know Messi um being absolutely magisterial um if you remember his his dribble that he got past like three or four players yeah he got with that shot. Uh, that, that was really really nice mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i actually want to ask you guys just actually i might ask you guys later if we have time but uh yeah do you have anything else to say about it uh oh yeah i noticed how if you got, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I noticed how Carrasco, he always does so well against big teams. Mm-hmm. Big team player? I don't know why he moved to China. Him moving to China really ruined it. Oh, I mean, he got a lot of money, so... You know. Yeah, he did get a lot of money, but he was a pretty super player before he moved. Yeah, he's doing quite well at Atletico Madrid as well. It'll be. Yeah. I'm not sure if Atletico has a buy option, but we'll see. Maybe Atletico will be interested Wait, in buying him this summer. Yeah, he's on loan. I thought they bought him back. No. Um, so, who was your guys' man of the match? Probably Carrasco, to be honest. It's Carrasco, either Carrasco yeah. or, or Oblak. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Off. I'm gonna go all black. I think if it wasn't yeah. for all black, for me, Barcelona it's either Olak or it's Ter Stegen. To me, both yeah, of them were just the amazing. Most. Yeah, to me, both of them were amazing. Um, they were both, you know, good with the ball. Both were extremely commanding in goal. Um, you know, they were leading their team. Um, you know, they were making smart decisions. Um, but it was a really good, good, good. Uh, face off but you know at the end of the day Courtois is still better um, <laughs> so you know good to know hey, you know Bono Bono's also been incredible 
Yeah, he's also been good. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. He's actually all quite an underrated teams. keeper. Yeah, all team, know. all four teams got incredible goalkeepers. That's true. That's true. Okay, well, uh, we briefly talked about that, but um, let's talk about the one of the last things. It's CR7. You know, um, recently, for anyone who hasn't been following uh, Juventus or Syria, CR7 has been struggling, to say the least, at Juventus. Um, he's been getting a lot of criticism as well from the fans, from the media. Um, and there have also been a lot of rumors of him wanting to come back to Real Madrid. So uh, what do you guys think of the whole, you know, CR7 situation? Just What do you guys think of it? Um, so basically, Ronaldo, I don't think it's his fault that Juventus are doing that badly because he's been carrying them. I just want to add, like, he's scored 99 goals for the club, and I'm pretty sure you guys saw it as well, and the uh, listeners mm-hmm. as well. Um, he 87 of his goals, or around that, have been goals that have came from either a 0-0 or either Juventus were losing or they needed to win. So he's been mm-hmm. really crucial for them. And um, mm-hmm. uh, the Madrid speculation, I don't think it's a possibility. And um, why I think is that Florentino Perez made it official that, oh, it's impossible for Ronaldo to come, um, which he made like about two weeks ago, I think. Um, yeah, so I don't think he's playing there, but I think now that Juventus are struggling for a Champions League spot, let alone uh, winning the Scudetto, um, I think Ronaldo's more more likely to ever um, just to leave Juventus. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I mean, obviously I'd love to see CR7 back at Madrid. You know, I love seeing him play. He was an absolutely magisterial player. Him moving was one of the worst things ever, you know, for the player and for Real Madrid. Uh, but yeah, his bad form, you can't really blame him when Juventus has such a bad core. They don't have many play- good players. Manager's not doing so well. He's been carried, like Dallas said, he's been carrying them. But yeah, I'd love to see him at Madrid, but I think our priority in the transfer window should be either Mbappe or Haaland. And then we can think about maybe Ronaldo, but I doubt Ronaldo will come back to Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, as I said, I don't. I think people need to realize it's the same thing with Messi at Barca. You know, there's only so much a man can do, no matter how good they are. You know, um, there's only so much a player can do, and Ronaldo. I do agree that he has not been at his best for sure, but. You know, why are people only blaming him? Why are people not blaming, you know, the midfielders? You know, Ronaldo gets almost no service from those midfielders, you know. Juventus have just been so poor this season. And really last season as well, you know. Juventus has just been poor all around. But, you know, because it's Ronaldo, people always want to just go and blame him. Again, I know that he's not his best. I know that he's past his prime. But people also need to remember, like, he is 36, I believe. Um, You know, obviously, he's not going to be at his best at that age, you know. Even though he's a machine, everyone declines at some point. Um, 
but I don't think it's his fault. You know, I think simply Juventus need a big, very, very big rebuild. Um, you know, just in the midfield especially. Um, but but yeah, that's really what I think. The about only it. positives, the only positives Juve have is really Kulusevski, Chiesa, and Delict, and uh, what's his name, uh, McKinney. That's really it. But everyone else is just a shambles. Well, you also have to remember Chiesa is on. Uh, he's on loan right now at Juventus. So I think there's an option to buy or something. Yeah, they, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if they activate it. But... I'm sure they're gonna buy. It, yeah, but yeah, that's the. That's the only really future they have. But other than that, it's nothing. And when you have a 36-year-old carrying your team, you can't blame him for any failings because, I mean, he's 36 years of age. If he's still carrying your team at 36, you need to be praising him, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing on the Real Madrid rumors, as I said, I think it's, it's economically impossible for it to happen. Um, as much as, you know, us Madrid fans would you know, like to have him back. Um, we also need to be realistic. You know, we need to look at the future. Ronaldo, as I said, he's not as at his best anymore. Um, he probably has, you know, a few years left in him, but uh, I don't think it would make sense for Madrid to buy him unless he came on a free or unless he decided to take, uh, accepted a huge pay cut, but I doubt he would do that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I doubt it would happen. And I also think that the club is smart. You know, Perez, he has his priorities straight on Mbappe. Um, so, yeah. I think the only club that can really get Ronaldo is Manchester United. And no, that's the United they won't get if they him, want I him. I don't yeah, think they'll... I, don't I think, think they're they're gonna prioritize, I think they're going to prioritize Jadon Sancho this year more. Yeah, well, they'll try to. Last... Yeah. Feels like they've been trying to get him for two years now, but uh, yeah. So um, I want to talk. Let's switch it up to the Premier League a little bit because uh, you know the race for the top four right now is crazy. So uh, yeah, hold on. Let me pull up the Premier League table for you guys. So the top four is Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Leicester. Um, but all teams like West Ham, Liverpool, even Tottenham have chances, even Everton as well, actually. They all have chances of making the top four. So West Ham, sorry, Leicester City has 63 points and West Ham, who's fifth, has 58 points. So what do you guys think the top four will be? So, so ideally, which teams are safe? Only Man City is safe and... The, on, the only teams that are safe are um, United and City, the two Manchester teams. Okay. All right, so Chelsea and Leicester are like... like they, If they draw, like they can be out. Okay. Okay, so basically, I just want to say Leicester, it's a... Uh, if you gamble, I wouldn't gamble on Leicester making it top four because their last three Premier League games, I'm looking at it right now, is Manchester United, Chelsea, and Le- and Spurs. So, Oof. um, yeah, <laughs> wow, that's tough. Yeah, they're gonna drop points at least one of those. One thing I want to add is, um, Leicester choked. Uh, the Champions League spot last season as well 
But yeah, I remember season, that. Yeah, I feel like this season they're gonna be more disciplined. Maybe if anyone can do it, if anyone can do it, Brendan Rodgers can, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, realistically, yeah. So uh, you go. So, so, so realistically, uh, West Ham are five points behind them, which with three games to go, I don't think it might be a possibility. But I think Liverpool have a chance because they have a game in hand. So they have four games to go. So if they, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. the thing is, their next game is against United. Yeah, but, that game's crucial. Uh, but mm-hmm. after that, after that game, all their remaining games are look pretty. I want to say easy, but pretty decent. Yeah, I really want to see West Ham in the Champions League. I think that would be so cool to see. West Ham have been having a great season for them, which I'm really actually happy to see. Um, they've done some great business recently. Shout out to their owners. Shout out to their manager. They've done an excellent job building their squad this season. Um, I actually really want to see them in the top four. And they don't. They have a very easy um, three games left. They have Brighton on Saturday, then West Brom, and then Southampton. So you know those are three teams that are pretty much in the relegation zone. So. Um, I would actually be really like interested to see um, West Ham, and I don't think it's impossible for them. I mean, yes, there is a five-point gap, but um, as Dalit mentioned, you have to look at Leicester's games. I mean, they're definitely going to drop points um, in at least one of those games, um, and if they draw one of them, that's five points right there, you know. Um, and all West Ham really have to do is win their next three games um, but I mean it, it depends you know both Leicester and both West Ham haven't been in best of form recently um, Liverpool has been in decent form actually but uh, yeah anyone actually can do this so I think my top four would probably be uh, City United Chelsea and um, I'm gonna go with Liverpool to be honest I don't, I don't think that West Ham, I like, I do want them to be in the top four, but I just have a feeling that they'll drop points because they haven't been in good form. They lost three of their last five games. So, yeah. What uh, do you guys think? I, I feel like Liverpool will take that fourth place. But, you know what? I'm going to play with fire and I'm going to say Leicester's going to finish fourth. I okay. Them. Okay. Wow. Very hot take. All right. Sign. Hello. Oh, he must be. Uh, I'm not sure me? where he is. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say. I'm gonna go for a different than you guys. I'm gonna go to to Manchester's. I'll go Chelsea, and I wanna back. My boy David Moyes, you know, I think he can do it. Last time, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my faith in the London faithful. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, don't, um, don't, this is sorry. Uh, like, go on. I just wanna. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just wanna add, like, don't rule out Chelsea out yet because they they're playing Arsenal next, and they're gonna be playing Leicester, so that's gonna be a really 
Well, I mean, man said Arsenal as if that's a Man said Arsenal. <laughs> I'd say Arsenal is one of the weakest teams in the Prem right now. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Chelsea are in excellent form. Um, under, you know, ever since they've gotten their new manager, they've been amazing. Um, and I'm looking at their last lot, five Premier League matches. They've only drawn once and won the rest. Um, and of course, they beat Real Madrid as well. Um, so I think that Chelsea will make it. But yeah. you definitely shouldn't, you know, cross them out. They're only one point ahead of Leicester, so um, you know, one slip up that can that can change everything, you know. So uh, that's that's a good point that you make. So one last thing to end this off. Now, <laughs> I know it is a video game, but I'm just curious. What do you guys think of the La Liga team of the season? Have you guys gotten the chance to see it yeah, on yeah. FIFA? Okay, so for anyone who hasn't. Basically, the team of the season um, in order from highest to lowest rating is Messi, Benzema, Oblak, Varane, Suarez, De Jong, Casemiro, Alba, Fakir, Carrasco, Vazquez, uh, Navas, Jesus Navas, uh, Moreno, Llorente, and Kunde. What do you guys think of it? Um, I do not agree with it as well. At all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From an unbiased perspective, like Varane shouldn't, shouldn't even be there. Yeah. Even be there. This wasn't. This was like. I don't want to say he he's had a decent season, but he, he he has he hasn't had a season that he's been like oh one of the best defenders defenders in La Liga, you know. I so, agree. I feel like I would add. Edder Militao there, you know? I, I'd go I'd go Nacho, to be honest. Nacho's been incredible. Yeah, I don't think Edder Militao would make sense because he's only been playing for, like, the last, like, month, month and a half or months. so. Yeah. And I... But I do agree with what you said about Varane. Like, people need to remember, like, yes, Varane has been great, like, pretty good recently. Um, but we have to remember, he started off the season terribly. Um, like the first like month and a half he was pretty awful um, then he went on like a really 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 good run of form got injured and has like slightly dipped a little bit but I don't think he's uh, he deserved the team of the season um, I think yeah Nacho deserved it to be honest I think Nacho's um, been absolutely incredible yeah I think Nacho deserved it the other one that I didn't really understand is how Cruz or Modric isn't yeah. there. Um, no disrespect to Fakir, but in my opinion, like how can you put Cruz or Modric over Fakir? Uh, how can you put Fakir over Cruz or Modric? Yeah. You know, yeah. it just it makes no sense for me. Um, obviously, no disrespect to Fakir, but I, I just couldn't believe it. Like I I, I saw it and. I was just so disappointed, especially not to see Cruz, who's having a world-class season, you know? Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I also want to mention uh, Mandy. He's, he also yeah. had a really good season. Mandy. And, um, yeah, Jordi Alba has been excellent uh, as well, but it's arguable. I feel like Mandy would edge it, but... For me... For me, from an I personally think Alba deserves it. Mendy has been great, but Alba has just been—he's been amazing this season. Like seriously, 
Just the only thing yeah. like that I don't understand is the positioning. They put him as a left back, even though he's been playing as a left wing back all season. Um, they also did the same with the Vasquez. Uh, they put him as right wing, even though he's been playing as a right back almost yeah. all season. Um, so I don't know what EA was really he's only doing right there. Wing, like once or twice. Yeah, he only played there like a few games. Um, but I do agree with Messi. Obviously, I agree with Benzema. Again, keeper. I think it's arguable. It's arguable that Courtois should be on. To there. be honest, I feel like maybe I'm being biased, but I feel like Courtois deserves it more. And there's a couple reasons why. First of all, um, Courtois has only conceded two more goals than Oblak. Right? That's not a very big difference. The other thing is that. Um, he also has a higher save percentage than, than he has Oblak. the highest save percentage in the world. Mm, I don't know about in the world, but I know I'm, that I'm he has. Sure, I, I, I saw a post. I think I saw a post, and it talked about how he has the highest uh, shots to save percentage or something like that in yeah. in Europe. I mean, I, that's why I'm not like extremely upset about Courtois not being there. Obviously, Oblak has had a phenomenal season, um, but I'm just saying it's very debatable. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's really close because Oblak saved Atletico so many times, especially that penalty save against Elche and one other team that I can't remember. But at the same time, Kurt was been saving Madrid all season long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, like okay, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Oblak hasn't done this because I'll be honest, I haven't watched. Um, any Atletico Madrid games this season other than uh, like in the UCL or in uh, or against Madrid um, but like from what I've seen from Courtois Courtois saves Real Madrid every single game like yeah. every single game it seems like you can just look at almost any game this season and at some point there was a part where he literally saved the game for Real Madrid now, I'm not sure if Oblak does that, but in my opinion, that is something that is team of the season worthy. Um, obviously, it's a video game, so I don't care too, too much. But uh, yeah, I was glad to see also Marcos Llorente there. You know, it's great seeing a former Madrid boy there. Um, unfortunately, you know, not in Real Madrid, but uh, still nice to see him there. Uh, Jared Moreno definitely deserved as well. He's having very underrated season i'm not sure about jesus navas though do you guys have you guys watched him do you guys know what he's do you been guys pretty think? good for sevilla he's been pretty good for sevilla yeah, yeah. i haven't watched Sevilla too much but all the times that i've watched them jesus navas has been one of their most important players mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree and i also think that De young you know even though I know that a lot of Madrid studs, you know, they always want to compare De Young and Valverde, but credit where credit is due. De Young has had a very good season. Um, if you disagree, I think you're just being biased or in denial. Um, he's had a very good season. I think he definitely deserves it. Um, Casemiro, he's, I mean, it's not really a debate. Um, he definitely deserves it. I think he has seven goals this season, uh, which is his highest uh, ever. Yeah. It's quite impressive uh, for a defensive midfielder. Um, but yeah, you know, what do you guys rate it out of out of ten? Like the accuracy. A 
solid 6.5 out of 10. Yeah? Just okay. Of, just, just with some of the positions that they got wrong and some of the players that, you know, are good. It's, it's decent. Okay. Uh, I'd give it, yeah, like, maybe like 5.5. Okay. I'll give it a, a five. Um, I mean, I think they just got a lot of stuff wrong. Positioning, like a lot of positions. Well, not a lot, but like a few positions were wrong. Um, I also think that some players don't deserve to be here. Um, so I simply give it a five out of ten. I also think some of the ratings, like the just the ratings, like if you look at the stats i also don't think that some of those are correct i know that team of the season obviously gives you a boost but i'm looking at vasquez's card and his highest rated stat is pace like, <laughs> is that really his best attribute i would never think of vasquez and say oh he's a speedy player <laughs> you know what i mean i would think of vasquez as like you know a very technical player you know good on the ball um, great dribbling, great touch, you know? So, I think that was kind of messed up. I also don't understand how they only gave DeYoung the 92 passing. Um, but, anyways, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, I also don't understand how they gave Kunde only an 86 pace. They gave Suarez higher pace than Kunde. That's crazy. How do you give Suarez higher pace than Jules Kunde? That's crazy. Kunde is at least, like, 90 pace. Uh, FIFA's always just so controversial. Yeah, I know. Also, Messi's pace, they also kind of disrespected. Um, Varane's as well. Like, they only gave Varane 91 rated pace on a 95 rated card. That's crazy. But, anyways. Um, I think that's going to do it for today, though. You know? Um, we talked about quite a few things today. So, uh, so yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say for today? Uh, no, not really. I just, you know, our next game is against Granada, which is on Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we'll enjoy the podcast. You know, uh, that's going to be a tough game, by the way. You know, for those who think that Granada is just, you know, you know another game, whatever... It's a tough game, trust me. They can they can surprise teams. Didn't um, Granada beat Barcelona or draw against Barcelona, I think? I think yeah. they did, yeah. I think they did as they well did. last season. They beat them 2-1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just, just ask Barca fans, you know. Um, so I have something to say. Um, for any of the listeners that are still listening, guys, if you guys have not already seen... Um, Obviously, me and Valor are admins of the Madrid Insider and RealMadrid.ca. Um, we have created a Instagram account for this podcast. It's called the Full Time Show Podcast. Make sure to go check it out. We'll be posting uh, all sorts of news um, from around the globe. We've also been posting some clips actually from our podcast, so you guys can see uh, some highlights and some moments. Uh, but yeah, guys, make sure to go follow that. We might even be following some of you back, depending on how we're feeling. Um, but yeah. All right. So I think that's going to do it for today. If you're still here, thank you very, very much for listening. And uh, I hope you guys all have an excellent day. 
All right. Thank you.